guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Casual KO, big pay-per-view week down in Sydney, Australia, not too far away from where my co-host is. Nick, what's going on, dude? Not much, man. Um, yeah, UFC's over here. I would have liked to have gone, but uh, we us normal folk are a bit priced out. It, right. it, um, could, it kind of would look closer to like a fourth four thousand five thousand dollar weekend if we were to go down there even from where i am and i'm like ridiculous man i'm not even that far away from sydney so yeah once you get flights accommodation the tickets are wrought once you do all that you're in for like yeah four or five thousand dollars and it's kind of hard i mean if the card was blockbuster like crazy yeah yeah especially like leading up to it it was like i don't even like izzy didn't even have like it was sold out before izzy had an opponent so it's like, you know, and my boss, he's right into UFC. He's got plenty of money, but even he was like, I'm not going to go and spend $900 on a ticket when I don't even know who the main event is. Like, that's just right. stupid. So Yeah, this this is, a. Uh, I think that the main event's going to deliver. I think a lot of people, you know, obviously, you know, people that know he's fighting Sean Strickland, um, you know, people say that is he super dominant, and he is. You can't deny that he's won. Uh, he's lapping the division. He's beat like, you know, if you look at the top 15, every ranked opponent, he's beaten most of them. Um, but I will say that the middleweight division has been bad for years. So that's like my biggest thing. I think it's one of the worst divisions um, behind heavyweight and maybe light heavyweight. And then it's definitely the middleweight division, probably the third worst. But um, I also really like my my respect level for Izzy was at like a three going into this weekend and now it's at a like negative 10 like i i <laughs> i don't hate many people and i can't say i hate this guy because i don't know him right but he just seems like one of the worst people and just someone that you wouldn't want at this level doing this well all this shit he just seems like there's nothing really good about him in my head uh we can talk about this later because i know i know people feel different about him and shit like that but just seems like an awful person the whole thing with Drykus and like you know, as Sean Strickland's calling it to race baiting and like, there's not one person that was saying like, oh yeah, that was cool that uh, he went up there and just said the like hard R N words. It's like, definitely over funny. And over again. I know. I know a lot of me and my friends laughed about it, but like, right, but I mean, like, if doing... you're a kid, like uh, if you're watching that with a kid, that's such a bad example. I thought it was kind of weird. I was like, is this real? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, it's wild that this dude, you can tell he's drunk and he's just such a narcissist, man. Like when, when Drykus wins, he says, I manifested this. It's not that Drykus just went out there and had the fight of his life, man. Beat a tough, tough dude. Is he's like the main character in his life and all of us, everyone else in the world is a supporting character, man. He's just hey, some of the worst kind of people are like that. Um, So I am obviously pretty sold on my opinion of him, but I want to get into this, dude. I want to. Uh, I know that you set, had some things that you wanted to talk about. Did you want to talk about like the team and the coach and stuff like that before we got into the actual car? Do you want to kind of wait until the end? Yeah, I just sort of like you brought up like Manel Carp going off beforehand and stuff. Um, and yeah, I just thought it was funny. Like MMA Guru put it together. Like basically, you know, a few weeks ago, Eugene Behrman was saying about like Drickus. He's like, "You've missed your chance. Go fight someone else because you pulled out." You know, you were injured. All our team fights injured. Like, if you don't want to fight injured, you don't, you know, you're not a real champion, oh, all yeah. the rest of it. And then Kaikara France goes and drops out of a fight, like, three weeks away or whatever. And it's just like, yeah, like, that. that's why like that's why I thought it was so funny that Manel Karp was, like, calling him out and literally saying that. Like, you say your whole team will fight through injuries and then you drop out and now you're going to come to the press conference and stand in front of me. Yeah. Like, and I think a lot of people are going to start, like, realizing that stuff and talking about it more which is good because yeah like i i think it's funny that they want to build themselves up to be this like the most popular fighter like is he the most popular fighter all the rest of it and then it's just like he walks out and he's in one of his like oceana it's kind of like his home country it's not but like you know walks out in home territory and he gets booed and then strickland walks out and gets cheered and if i was down there i would be yelling for for strickland (laughs) Yeah, man, so which is I crazy. Think a lot of people, no, yeah. a lot of people feel the same as me. They, they just they like what he's about. He's if he had an Aussie accent, he would fit in here like like nothing. Like, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, man. And he, uh, believe it or not, I mean, a lot of Americans are like that too. You just don't see much of that. You know what I mean? A lot of, especially people that you run around with out there and shit like that. Like, you know, the people that I'm friends with here and the people that you're friends with there, we have a lot more in common than we think. And we have a lot more in common with people like Sean, um, rather than Izzy, dude, you know, something I didn't know until recently was he grew up wealthy. You know, he always, from what I've seen, he talks about how he grew up poor, right? He talks about how, uh, you know, it was a hard upbringing and all this stuff. And, um, you said that you kind of were on to that fact that he had grown up wealthy, but, um, yeah, man, it, you know, it just, uh, more and more stuff turns me off about this dude. The whole thing with him jacking off his dog is weird as shit. Right. <laughs> um, I don't know. And then he's leaning into it on Twitter. He's like posting stuff. I don't know if you saw where he, he called a dog running up to him. It was one of his dogs. And then the dog rolls over on its side and like pisses a little bit. And the caption is, have you ever made a bitch squirt? And that's from <laughs> Izzy's thing. It's like, he's just the worst, dude. He's cringy. Everything that he says is like scripted. I just can't stand the motherfucker, man. Um, spoiler alert. I will not be putting a penny on the dude, um, especially when he's fighting somebody at these odds. Um, I have no problem even for our. And that brings me to to what we're you know getting into here. You are at 12,665. I am at 11,581. So about an 800 point difference there. And uh, so we'll see where we end up this week. And you pulled away slightly after the Paris card. Um, I think your best bet was, uh, let me see, actually, right here. Benoit Saint Denis, probably. Yeah, you had two extra units on Benoit, um, which was a good bet, dude. A really, really good bet. I, I thought that. I wanted to do also, something like that too. I was trying to I spread hit, my units around though. I hit a monster parlay too, which I think I showed you. But yeah, yeah. that was um I think it was seven legs at plus what was it? Plus five thousand, I believe. Okay. And um yeah, had seven dollars fifty on that. So that was like a nice four hundred bucks or something. Five nice. I think it was five hundred. I don't know, something like that. It was a decent amount. I was oh, pretty yeah. happy. Yeah, we're uh, we're doing this on a Thursday, uh, nine seven two thousand twenty three. Thursday for me, Friday for you, I believe, right? Yeah. So I bet the uh, Chiefs Lions game started out. I was like, dude, the Chiefs are going to dominate this game. You know what I mean? I'm talking. I'm leaning into the the Chiefs because they're Super Bowl champs. You know, they're a good team. Patrick Mahomes, great. Travis Kelsey's dope. I have Travis Kelsey getting the first touchdown of the night. Turns out. Andy Reid wants to be an asshole and not tell anyone that Travis Kelsey's hurt. He's not playing this game. So right away, I'm like, okay, great. That's cool. They void my bet. Give me the the cash back. I bet on the Chiefs to score. I think it was like seven points less than what they did in the second quarter. And they just played with no urgency, the Chiefs. (laughs) So I was like, fuck them, man. Like, I'm going to take what I lost. I lost like 20 bucks total. And I was like, I'm just going to put 25 on the Lions at plus 420 odds. And they ended up winning by one point, dude. So it was perfect. Nice $130. Um, So I'll take that all day. So we're spreading the betting around here on the show. That's what we do. But let's get into this card, dude, because I know that, uh, you know, time is always kind of tight with us here. Um, It's late for me usually when we're doing these. And then I know. You always got shit going on, obviously. So we're starting with the bottom. We're starting with the first card of the night, or first fight of the night, rather. Um, A lot of debuts on this fight, dude. This is going to be a tough card to really call. Um, First fight of the night is Kevin Gisset versus Kiefer Crosby. And um, I'll start it off, man. Like, I'm not too confident one way or the other, but I'm going to go with Kevin Gisset here, and I think it's going to be, like, a late finish or a decision. For the sake of this, I'll go decision. Uh, Kiefer Crosby is pretty violent, but not very talented. So he has fought in Bellator a little bit, but just not, I'm not seeing anything impressive. I think he's going to kind of continue that trend of Irish people losing. Um, I, initially, I thought, okay, an Irish dude's got to win, but I'm just going to lean with uh, just set here. I think he's the better, more well rounded fighter. He's younger, he's taller, he's got all the things. So I'm just going to go. He's from City Kickboxing as well. I think they're trying he to set up a lot of these. Yeah, he lives there too. So yeah, he it says he's uh French, obviously, but fighting out of Australia. I think that they're trying to set a lot of these city kickboxing dudes up to look good, um, to to you know make the crowd happy and shit like that. I don't think it's gonna happen with everybody, 
but I do think it'll happen with the first fight of the night here. Um, obviously not confident at all. I give it like a five out of 10 confidence level. Uh, I guess six out of 10 if I'm numbering it accurately, but yeah, Kevin just set decision. Yeah. I'm on the same thing. And I just similar things to you, the age, um, he's, he's coming out of Australia, part of city kickboxing, um, keep a probably slightly worse record. Like if you just want to like kind of go on like maybe the recency of his losses. Um, but yeah, I don't know too much about either guy. Um, and I'm yeah going to stick with Kevin Doucette by uh, decision. Wait, so we're lining up here right away. Um, yeah, man, I've got a theme. I've got a theme for these first two fighters and I might actually do a parlay. Um, but what, what, uh, I'll let you lead for the second fight of the night. We got Shane Young versus Gabriel Miranda. I believe he's city kickboxing as well. Shane Young is, yep. So, uh, yeah, I don't mind Shane Young. Um, and I already know where you will probably be going because one of these guys has a funny mustache. Um, and you don't bet on funny mustache. I hate the funny mustaches. So I am going with the funny mustache guy. Um, gonna choose him by submission round two. I think even though. You know, City Kickboxing's a pretty decent gym. Um, I think all-round MMA Masters is probably better as, like, an all-round type of gym. Dude's a lot taller, pretty similar reach. He is slightly older. Um, Shane Young's on a bit of a skid, and, he, the, like, he hasn't really been fighting top-level competition. You know, Ludwig Klein is, like, yeah. so-so. Omar Morales, don't even Blake know if he's Wilson. in the UFC anymore. Builder's pretty, like, Builder's half decent. Um, he looked like shit last time out, man, in Canada. I think he's the only, yeah. Can- or no, no, I'm sorry. He beat a Canadian to get his spot, but yeah, he he looked like shit in Canada. And Miranda's last loss is on our Saint-Denis. Right. Know, pretty decent. And then the other loss, like, in the last five was Akhmad Magomedov, which I'm pretty sure I've seen that dude in, like, Bellator or PFL, and he's pretty reasonable. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Miranda by submission round two. So you probably thought I was going to go with the city kickboxing parlay, but I'm actually going with a sky-themed parlay. We got fly and air. <laughs> so I'm going with, I am going with the funny mustache. Against all my best, you know, intuition, I, I really don't like betting on 33-year-olds. Izzy was 33 when he lost to Perea, if I'm not mistaken, as well. Um, it's a superstition of mine. But, yes, man, I, I uh, think – that Miranda actually gets a sub in round one. I think the first takedown that he gets against Young, he uh, chokes him the fuck out. Um, and, yeah, I think it happens quick. Because the scary thing is Gabriel Miranda fades pretty quickly. He gets tired. Um, he got tired really quick in that Benoit Saint-Denis fight. And I'm a little bit worried about everyone traveling, especially, like, the next fight that we're going to get into. I'll uh, kind of give my my thoughts on that when we get there but yeah dude i'm worried about the travel i'm worried about the time difference because a lot of these guys are coming out tuesday from what i understand which is not good that's not enough time to fully adjust your body um to the sleep schedule it's totally opposite but what season is it what season is it there at the moment like what's the temperature like summer uh yeah a lot of places like they were playing i think in um kansas city tonight and they said it was 80 degrees like at night so it's it's hot Okay, so that on that front, it's they're probably in a pretty good position because we're just coming into summer and it's just starting to get hot. And our cool days, well, maybe not where you live, but a lot of America, our cool days are as as hot as your hot days. Like I said, not where you live because I know it gets pretty fucking hot where you live. But yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm on, the, on the temperature front, I know. I see what you're saying. It's like probably 24 hours of literal fucking sitting on a plane but yeah jet lag and all the rest of it but at least temperature wise have have you flown in a while i haven't flown in a long time but not in a while time you get sick you know yeah it's been it's been a while for me okay yeah man so i'm just uh, you know that's that's always one thing and it's like you know if they want these city kickboxing guys to look good they're just gonna put these dudes in coach you know what i mean and they're just gonna be sitting there and like i you know the the conspiracy side of me kind of bleeds into this a little bit um but yeah man i'm I'm with you on this i'm with you on uh the first three fights of the night we're agreeing uh I'm, but yeah i'm uh very high on miranda it's actually out of the first three fights the most confident i am or i'm sorry first two fights rather but yeah i'm very confident on miranda here um i think he's taller too man yeah he's taller by like three inches 
Mm. Somehow Similar has reach. less reach. But yeah, it's just uh I think that he's got you know, he's an expert in one area. He all of his wins come by submission. Young hasn't lost by submission yet, but I think uh I think to, you know, Saturday is the day that that happens. Now I'll lead this one here. I got odds, you got evens. Um this one's this one's tough for me because you know, remember I, I was telling you I wanted to do um kind of a chat with a guy that I went to high school with that fought uh Chuck Buffalo. I'm not, I'm not gonna call him Charlie Radke. Chuck Buffalo's dope. So <laughs> he fought Chuck Buffalo, lost to Chuck Buffalo, got knocked out, I think, in the first round. Um he's actually fighting Friday as well. His name's Caleb Crump. Super nice dude. I hope that he uh he finds a lot more success. He's doing decent. Um and I hope that he keeps keeps growing. We talked before the contender series and he's got some parlays that look pretty good and shit like that. But he's he's high on Radke, obviously. When you fight somebody, you get knocked out by him. You want to, you know, bet on that person to win against, you know, UFC competition. I'm not sure that Blood Diamond is First of all, I don't think he should be called Blood Diamond because the dude doesn't seem dangerous at all. That seems like something like a killer's name, you know what I mean? And this dude is not that. I know he's a good kickboxer. I'm not as high on kickboxing as a lot of people are. I think it's good for kickboxing, but I think in MMA, it's I, I think it really seems to just work in one class, and that's middleweight. And, um, yeah, man, I this this dude, Mike Matheta, dude, uh, this is one of the ones that I'm worried about where they're going to fly Charlie Radke out first fight they want this dudes to stay in the ufc blood diamond and they're just gonna give this guy out there tuesday he's gonna be totally jet lagged the nerves all this stuff but i gotta go with radke he just seems so much more well-rounded he seems like he can do this any way that he wants i think that he's probably gonna submit matheta um (laughs) which is a funny name i get why he goes by blood diamond but yeah, dude, I, I think probably a submission round two, maybe round one, but I'll go round two. Yeah, I mean, I've got Radke submission round one. I don't think Blood Diamond's that great. I was kind of hyped when him when he came in, and then I realized that the kickboxing skills, his kickboxing skills don't really translate, um, and I don't think they will really translate. Um, you know, if this was a set-up fight, it's not. They They flew the wrong guy out. Because I feel like, yeah, Charlie Radke's yeah. kind of got the things to to get it done. And and you say Tuesday, like, and that seems a lot. But Tuesday, we fight on Sunday here. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like by, by the time you hit the sort of today, you're probably starting to get, get your feet around you and start to kind of get your bearings and stuff, especially if you're smart. Like, if you're dedicated and you're setting you know, you're you're adjusting your sleep schedule and you're going, all right, I'm fighting at this time, Australia time, I'm going to sleep here. Yeah, I feel like for the most part, most of them should be pretty decent by now. Um, it's still obviously something. It's 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 a thing that has to be talked about and it still yeah. is an effect of some sort. But yeah, for the most part, I think, I think so. like if they did get out here Tuesday, Wednesday, by today, tomorrow, they're starting to sort of get their bearings yeah, man. I mean, this dude, uh, this this guy, you know, he was supposed to do Jay Parker and grappling. He was supposed to, yeah. And what's interesting is that the way I'm thinking is like this is like when you would get sick, like you know what I mean, like four or five days after you flew. That's when you'll start getting sick if you're getting sick. So I'm just thinking about all that stuff. Someone brought it up in one of the shows I was listening to. Not not the the getting sick part, but just the flying. And I just remember all like flying takes it out of you. You know what I mean? Um, especially a, a long flight like this, being uncomfortable for that long. Again, the UFC jitters, all that stuff. It's uh, it's going to be an interesting one, but I I am fairly confident. Uh, if we're talking, you know, five point one gets the the nod. I'm I'm like a six on this dude, six out of ten. And one thing I wanted to mention too, dude, Caleb's got um Neil Magny cornering him on his fight on Friday. Kind of dope. Yeah. Okay. He fights out of elevation, so. I thought it was, I mean, it's dope, dude. You know what I mean? Like seeing like uh, people that you went to school with and shit doing shit like that. Mm. But um, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, man, we are three for three. Going back to evens here. I have a feeling we're going to be four for four here, but we'll see. Nazarat Hakpras versus London Quinones. Uh, take it away. Maybe not. I have got. 
probably four or five bets on Nasserat already, but um, I've been looking for spots that I can cash some of those out this week. I feel like Landon has a pretty good good chance of winning this. Um, I ended up putting a head-to-head bet on Landon, um, and so I do have a little bit of money on him as well. But yeah, like I said, I had Nasserat earlier in the week before I sort of started to look, and once I did have a bit of a look, and then and I think I've sort of Nasserat's sort of last few years of what's happened to him, fighting wise, family wise, all this sort of stuff. I started to think that this Landon guy's actually got a really good chance. Um, and yeah, ultimately I settled on Quinoa's by decision, um, and yeah, okay. that's where I'm going to go. But yeah, like I said, I'm I'm actively been trying to like sort of look how I can cast some of these bets out this week because. Yeah, my my confidence on him is a little bit shaken. Interesting. Why is that? Just so like the the Dan Hooker fight, um, and then there was a lot of stuff going on around his visa at the time, different things like that. Then his mum died, and that made him like really crazy and stuff, as you can imagine. Then he right. went out for Bobby Green and got and lost to Bobby Green by decision. Yeah, that's um, not good luck. Yeah, and then he got he managed to get. A win against John Macdesi, who's fucking what thirty eight, nearly thirty nine years old, five foot eight with a sixty eight inch reach. Like the dude's a fucking midget, and he's thirty nine years old, and that was his last win. You know, so it's 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 kind of like I don't know. It's, it's just those stats don't really make me too confident when you're looking at Landon Quinnowas, who's probably on like a five six win streak, doing well, getting finishes and stuff. Um. Yeah, I I I I like the odds on this one. Like when he's, I think it says plus three twenty underdog here, but I think in Australia it's like plus three eighty or something, nearly plus four hundred. And I was just kind of like, I mean, I'm not I'm not taking Nasserat at sixteen cents on the dollar when you know his last few fights and then and just everything sort of surrounding him within his life look the way it does at the moment. So yeah. I hear you. Yeah, I just uh for some reason I got to I got to do it. I don't know why. Um I I'm kind of in on this one. Um I want to do an extra unit, but I'm not. Um it's hard to find places for extra units here, dude. Like this this card's weird. But I am going hack press. Um I think it'll be decision, you know, unless he comes out and like wants to prove a point, which you hope. You know, uh, Mac Desi's fighting later on the card too. I think he's in the very next yeah. fight. Um but yeah, I'm gonna go Hawk Pross. I'd like to see him get a finish, but um, yeah, the competition level that he's fighting is a lot better than uh, what Quinones has been fighting. So I just gotta go that side, and uh, fairly even with the stats too. You know what I mean? So I just, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm being a square here, just taking kind of a favorite. I, I'm not a fan of Hawk Pross by any means, but going that way. So first fight of the night that we're disagreeing on. That'll be a big hit for you if you hit it too. So. Um, Jamie Malarkey versus John MacDessy. You know how I feel about Jamie Malarkey, dude. I cannot stand <laughs> the look of this fucking guy. But um, I'm worried that he's chinny for sure. Like very, very worried that he's chinny. I don't know. Like I, I, I'm super, super like sketched out. I hate betting on Canadians. The dude's nine years older than Malarkey. But if he touches, like I know that that um. The boxing of Mac Desi, maybe even the kickboxing of Mac Desi's decent. Um, and Malarkey's mostly a wrestler, but he's been like trying to f- stand up and fight, it seems like. And it just doesn't work for him. But I got to go Malarkey. I fucking hate it. Like, I really don't want to do it, but <laughs> I'm going to do it and I am going to put an extra unit on him. Oh, okay. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm going with Malarkey by decision. Um, I'm just confident on it because of who's standing across from him. Right. Um, it's not it's not entirely anything to do with him. But uh, you know, he's younger, taller, better reach. Um Yeah. I mean, I, I he got knocked out his last fight, but then in, in scary, fights yeah. but in fights previous to that, like I don't know, maybe he's just got one of those chins that has a switch on it. Because he's shown it, it fucking has holding up in other fights, and then there's fights even before those where it hasn't. Like you know, because he's got he got knocked out by Jalen Turner, and then in the two fights after it, 
he took a beating and didn't get knocked out and then gets knocked out in his last fight. So it's like, it's there one fight and then it's not there. So, he contested yeah, the stoppage. He was really angry about the stoppage. Like he, he got kind of dropped right away and then like, boom, boom, he was still moving, but the ref stepped in. And I don't know if you remember, uh, not really. Yeah. So he was definitely pissed off about the stoppage. Seems like they could have let it go longer, but it didn't. I don't know. That's always like, I, I was betting against him. So I was super glad and he was doing good up until that point. It was against this Muhammad Naimov. I don't know much about the dude at all, but just bet on him because I can't stand this guy's face. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, he was, he was looking good until he got dropped. And then, you know, that ref might've had a little, little bet on Naimov there, but, um, I was going to go malarkey probably by decision. I think he's going to try and bring out the wrestling here against this dude. That's pretty good at evading shots for how short he is, you know, but, um, did you pick a method? Uh, just decision. Okay, for Malarkey? Yeah. Yep. Accidentally wrote Macdessy here. Okay. And you're just going normal? Normal bet? Yeah, just the standard. Just nothing extra. Now, this fight should be really good, man. This is your lead. Jack Jenkins versus Chepe Mariscal. This is going to be a dope. I'm really excited for this. I like these prelim fights especially. Yeah, I don't mind this fight. This is um Chepe's the guy who fought um Trevor Pike. Country boy, yeah. That that fella, that's that's what I'm thinking of last time. Um and yeah, Jack Jenkins pretty good. People have said maybe he shouldn't have won his last fight. I was betting on him in that fight, so I was pretty happy. Um Jamal Emers was minus seventeen hundred when that thing closed. He should not have won that fight. <laughs> I bet on Emmers, but yeah, I mean, I remember, he got it. So good for you. I remember, I remember live betting Vasily Lomachenko versus um, Devin Haynes, Devin Haney, and um, Lomachenko was like minus ten thousand at the end of that fight too, and then he lost on all three judges' cards. Apparently, yeah, it's so. wild when that kind of shit happens. But yeah, man, he got it. You know, he, he seems like a cool dude. I just, I mean, you know, the way that he that he fought Emmers in that third round when it was all in all likelihood a one to one, you know, uh, I think Jenkins won that first round, or no, I think it was backwards. I think Emmers won the first round, Jenkins won the second round, and then Jenkins was like just fine laying on his back with uh, with Jenkins mauling him on on top, and he wasn't just laying there; he was working. So, kind of weird fight yeah. IQ, but yeah, man, I'm I, I'm thinking. Late KO by Jack or decision. Um, I think he, he could potentially stop Chepe with leg kicks. Um, I think I said that in one of his last fights. I think I said that with the Don Shanus fight, and there was some pretty heavy leg kicks around there, but ultimately no one got finished in that one. Um, yeah, I, I mean, Chepe's decent, but I just think he's um, a lower level than Jack. Um, yeah. I think Chep, like Chepe is decent. I just think he's a lower level. Sure. And I think that's, that's, that's going to show. I think Jack's going to be able to find it, find his spots. Um, and I think it is going to be that lower half of the body, whether it be body kicks or leg kicks. And yeah, I think he's going to be able to stop him like that pretty late later in the fight. Yeah. I think uh, Chepe has got to wrestle. I'll, I'll chuck an extra unit on Jack. Okay. Yeah. Chepe has got to wrestle in my opinion. He's uh, decent on the ground. He took uh, Pat Sabatini to decision and won. Um, he's fought some good competition before he even got to the UFC. And uh, Bryce Mitchell, he took the decision, lost to Bryce Mitchell, obviously, but uh, took him to decision. That's hard to do. And, um, you know, the leg kicks, you know, Chepe chains with a dude that does some pretty good leg kicks, too. You know who that might be? Who's that? Justin Gaethje, dude. Mm, I did remember that, actually. Yeah, so um, he trains. He trains with some great people. He's gonna have, I think, the cardio edge actually um, over Jenkins. I'm gonna go with Chepe. I want to put an extra unit on him, but I'm not. Um, I think that just taking the plus money on the dude will be good. But um, yeah, like the, a lot of people are putting this dude as like the underdog. Or one show that I like watching has this guy as underdog lock of the week. I'm not gonna go that far. You know what I mean? I think uh, we you know we got one a little higher up on the card that might be underdog lock of the week, but. This guy, dude, I, I don't know, man. A lot of people are going to kind of be high on his last performance. A lot of people are low on Jack Jenkins because of his loss in his last performance, which was really a win. So, you know, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, but you're kind of hearing like 50-50 from a lot of people 
Tapology has it widely for Jack Jenkins, but I'm going to go Chepe and I'm going to go decision, man. I think both these guys are tough as shit. And I think it's going to be, well, you know what? Now that I say that, if it goes to decision, I think Jack gets it. So I'll go Chepe, probably a knockout round three, ground and pound type thing, where he's just making it overwhelming and it's just done in round three. Okay. Long shot, but I'm going to go with that. So, marking that down there. All right. Uh, Carlos Olberg, Ladies Night was a better nickname than the Black Jag, but uh, he's <laughs> fighting Da Un Jung. And, um, I mean, not not too much to think about here. Carlos Olberg is my pick all day. I think this is a mismatch. Um, da Un Jung is not good, in my opinion. I think that uh, if he does decide to wrestle Olberg a little bit, that, that might work. But I think uh, Olberg probably gets a knockout round one or round two, but I'm going to go round one. Yeah, I would tend to agree. Um, I have round two. Um, and that's just because sometimes Olberg, he likes to feel people out a little bit to begin with. Um, Dunjung, it's 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 just like hard to explain. He's very chinny, but he has a chin. If that makes sense, like he can withstand a few of the first ones. You know, if you hit him really good, he he probably will take that one. But if you hit him really good, like three or four times, he will his lights shut off. Um, I noticed that in the Jacoby fight. You know, Jacoby was kind of piecing him up in the beginning, but he was still withstanding it. But uh, Jacoby just just kept it on him, and by the third minute of the first round, it was too much, and and Dun Jung just hit hit the floor like a sack of shit. So yeah, I, I, I would. I would choose Carlos Olberg KO round two. That's what I've got written down. Um, and by that standard, if I was betting, usually when I think someone's got, someone's going to win in round two, that everyone thinks they're going to win in round one. I usually put the round two, round three bet on because it's usually just the odds have skyrocketed. So yeah, I'd probably look at the round two, round three by Olberg as well. But um, yeah, absolutely wouldn't put it past him to do it in in round one. Um, yeah, because other people other people have done it. So, excuse me. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting one. Um, this is your lead, Tyson Pedro versus the Pleasure Man, Anton Turkaj. I mean, he might have. You know, we talk about how cringy is he is. He might have had the worst <laughs> line of the press conference. At uh, <laughs> I mean, did you did you hear that? When he, like the one yeah. thing that he said was bad. Said said to the reporter, "Ask your wife." <laughs> Yeah, he's like, Tyson Pedro's either going to get a taste or you can ask your wife. And, like, Tyson Pedro played it off really, really well. He's like, I'm not going to be tasting you. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> fucking weird. And then I don't know if you noticed Taito Ivasa took the mic and was, like, deep-throating it, acting like he was sucking a dick. I don't know if you saw that, dude. Because <laughs> they're cousins, right? Yeah, and then then and then you've got um, Tafa. Tafa there. Like, I don't know, like, Samoans. Like, I went to a school that was, like, 75% Samoan and Maorians and, like, that islanders so it's like we have a very big islander uh community here yeah. and they all have a certain type of humor and that is their exact type of humor like if you when you just look, watch the zoom out it's just tougher olberg and fucking uh ty all just pissing themselves laughing doing gay symbols and shit like this yeah. like as he says it it's just it. it's like funny because that's like that's australia now it's weird because samoans like look like they're all melting you know what I mean? It, Tyson Pedro <laughs> doesn't, though. Tyson Pedro's got a decent physique. Um, but why? Do you know anything about why these dudes all look like that? Like, like I said, it it's, looks like they're melting. It comes down to the um, to the like uh, if they're like I don't know why, but often like so you you pointed out Pedro that I believe he's half Maori, so okay. he's half New Zealand, half Indigenous New Zealand and half Samoan. He might even be 100% Maori, which is New Zealand, whereas uh, Tafa is more Samoan. Okay. Um, and Thai is actually Aboriginal and Maori. So, but it's all like, yeah, it's hard to explain, but it's like all, they're kind of like all a part of the same melting pot, if you know yeah. what I mean. So let's say, yeah, and, uh, I know, I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> and no pun intended. I know exactly <laughs> what you're saying. Um, but yeah, that tends to be for people that are like 100% Samoan usually have that look to them. Yeah. I mean, you know, like with, uh, with like black people, 
they are usually very like even if they're not strong they're defined like their muscles are defined like they got good pecs abs like everything so it's weird i know it must be a genetic thing but it's just so interesting to me that like tai tuivasa is an athletic dude for like how he looks you would Mm. never think that that dude would be that athletic um Mm. same with junior tafa i don't know so much about justin um yeah they're more they're more samoan than boys they're they're like half samoan half maori i'm pretty sure whereas yeah like pedro and ty they're more new zealand than anything else and ty is actually Ty's actually Australian Aboriginal. He's half Aboriginal, half. <laughs> the first thing that pops up, I typed in, why are Samoans? And the first thing that pops up is large. Why are they yep. large? <laughs> um, and then tall, so strong. <laughs> why? What are Tongans? Do you know about Tongans? It's the same. So Islander. Yeah. So Tonga is like one of the islands near Samoa. So that's, that's a th- like when I say Samoan, I, I kind of include tongan like you could be tongan and i'll just call you samoan okay well i'm gonna look up a samoan diet no it's like taru which is like a um kind of like a potato but they almost call them a natural steroid okay yeah there you go see taro breadfruit banana yeah it's all coconut yam but taru that shit is like so full of protein and carbs and they eat so much of it that's what makes them so big so, okay. So this is, they just eat this all the time, huh? A lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Do you ever eat this shit? Uh, I might've tried it once. Um, it's not like a, a thing that's like fully that my good. diet. The reason, the reason why they eat it so much is cause it's just in abundance on their islands. Okay. So this is like a fatty protein. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of like a potato with like lots and lots of protein and, They've like it's been called like a natural steroid, nearly. Ocean fish, pigs, and fowl were foods reserved for festive occasions after 150 years of exposure to missionaries, traders, and military personnel. That sounds scary. The Samoan diet has been substantially altered. Okay. So it's just in their genetics. Because yeah, it's interesting, man. It's just uh I always look at these guys, I'm like, why did they all look like that? But um, most of them are pretty nice people too. Yeah, dude, they seem like chill. Like, you know, Ty seems like one of the coolest people on the fucking roster. Um, but a lot of them don't really take themselves seriously. Yeah, which is cool, man. Like, you shouldn't take <laughs> yourself fucking seriously. Um, did we make picks yet? Did you pick uh, Pedro or uh, Tricol? Uh, don't think so. No. So I'm gonna go Pedro by decision. Okay. Yeah, I think I know a lot of people are on the knockout, and I don't blame them for being on the knockout. I may even bet on the knockout. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think Turkulaj pretty decent chin on him, pretty reasonable gas tank, you know, and Pedro's doesn't really gas or anything. I don't think he lost his last fight by decision too against a guy that he probably should have knocked out. He uh, gassed so, yeah. really bad in that last fight. He said he was sick though, but okay. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm going to, for the sake of this, stick to the decision, but yeah, I might have a few little, little bets on the knockout. Cool. I might have to come back and place an extra unit on Turkali, but I'm going to be going on the Turkali side here. Um, the dude's losses. I mean, I know he's 0-2, but it's to fucking, you know, Jailton Almeida, which, I, I mean, dude, Tyson Pedro will get fucked up by Almeida. Um, and then uh, Victor Petrino is decent, too. So I think he'd beat Pedro as well. But MMA math, obviously no good. But, yeah, did I think... Uh, I think even though he had the worst line of the press conference, I think, you know, he's younger, he's taller, he's all the things. I think uh, he's he's more talented. I don't know, man. I, I really don't think Pedro's very good, personally. But um, we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. But I got Turkalish probably, or I keep going back from Turkali and Turkalish. Um I don't know, man. I think he could knock this dude out. I, I know that that's really hard to do against these Samoans, but I think he's got a point to prove. Uh, this is opening up the main card, if I'm not mistaken. But um, uh, let me look at him real quick, man. I'll put an extra unit on Pedro. You want an extra unit? Yeah. Yeah. I like to use my five every week. I'm looking up the card. It's kind of like. It's hard. Yeah. So I'm going to put one on him. Because I'd love to put one on or one or two on Ty, but it's just tough. Um. Okay. So, yeah, dude, I'm just going to go. Uh, fuck, man. I might go decision, but. 
again, it's hard to it's hard to go against these city kickboxing family people. Uh, I know he's not out of city kickboxing, but fuck it, I'll go knockout, make it spicy. I think it'll be like round two because I think that's when Pedro will fade. So Anton KO round two for me. Man, I'm trying to go back. What's going on here? But uh, can you hear me still? For some reason, this is okay. Yeah. Here we go. I got you. I got you. All right. So um, Justin Taffa versus Austin Lane. Man, I keep picking against these fucking Australians and New Zealanders, but I'm like I you can mentioned pick against earlier. the Brisbane boy. Yeah, dude. I, I mentioned earlier, I think a lot of these guys are going to win, but Austin Lane in that 30 seconds, like he was doing good against Tafa. Like he was kind of the one bullying. And then, um, and then Tafa, you know, obviously gets that nasty eye poke. I'm sketched out about this. I think Austin Lane, like I kind of believe in the dude, honestly. And I don't really like, I don't mind Tafa at all. But I mean, his last, his, what was his last one? Was that Porter? That's a, that's not a quality win. Harry Hansucker, not a quality win either. Um, I'm going to go Austin Lane, man. I'm going to go Austin Lane, knockout round one. I think that's going to happen. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, the bad man, Tafa, Brisbane boy. Um, yeah. I, I, I like the, I like the Islander boys. Yeah, uh, and I think I think Tuffer can probably get this done. Except I've gone a little, so I've gone round two, and I also did that. You can get Justin Tuffer to win in rounds two or three at plus seven hundred. Okay. I know it's it's pretty wide, but you know, I just my thinking was that Justin Tuffer will win by knockout, but it's just going to take him a little time because of the height of Austin Lane. Um, so for me, I was like, it might happen in round two or three. So yeah, I'm going with Tuffer K round two. Yeah, Austin Lane's really got to fight a good fight because he's, uh, you know, I mentioned they look like they're melting, but they have power. So all these dudes do. But yeah, I think Austin Lane, uh, I think he might get this done early. If I was Austin Lane, I'd go out there and poke him in the eye right away again, just to be like, hey, man, <laughs> this is still fucking here. Um, just to trip him out. I, I know Tafa was really worried. He thought he was going to lose that eye, which is sad and scary, but it's a fucking fight. Now, this one should be pretty straightforward. Manel Cop. Felipe Dos Santos, what are your thoughts here? Manel Cup all day. Um, I like I like the shit he said at the press conference, but I've also liked the dude for a fair while ever since he came out of Verizon. Um, so yeah, just just straight up Manel Cup by KO. I know this Felipe dude is a part of shoot the box and all the rest of it, and and he's probably going to be pretty aggressive. But I think ultimately that's what's going to be his downfall. Um, yeah, I think Manel will will knock him out, even though he's, you know, got an O next to his name. Obviously that means he's never been finished, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I think I think Manel Cup's good and I think he's gonna knock him out. Uh as for round, what do I have here? Round three. Wow. Yeah. That's late. Just, All right. I mean I like I it. was just trying to be spicy with it, you know. Um I get it. I'm gonna go round two knockout, Manel Cup. Nice. Nice. Um, I think it could happen round one or round two. I think he's just going to totally fuck it. And unless he's, you know, underestimating this kid, which is possible. I mean, it, you know, the guy is cocky. He's very fucking cocky. Um, he's whipping around a Ferrari out there and, uh, <laughs> in, in Australia. So, and he's obviously not very focused on him. Um, seemed to be more focused on Kai Car France and Izzy at the press conference, which I agree. I thought it was great. But yeah, man, I think, uh, all day, Manel Cop. And it's weird that he's three and two in the UFC. Um, I don't know. And, and his voice doesn't seem like it matches him at all, but you know, <laughs> it, it's always fun to, to see these kind of dudes. Felipe dos Santos was supposed to fight in the contender series. A lot of people know that his, uh, dance partner missed weight and then he just gets a pay per view shot right away. He's in the featured bout right away too, which is wild. So. Good for him. Huge opportunity, but I think he falls flat and, um, you know, probably wins his next fight when he fights someone that's not ranked like he should. But yeah, Manel Cop gets this done. I, I would put him in parlays too if, if someone's doing that. Um, but yeah, man, this, this next fight is really tough to pick because I think Tai Tuivas has fallen off a lot. I do like him though. Um, he's fighting, uh, Alexander Volkov and, um, 
I heard someone, it was so funny. I forget who it was, but talking about this and they kept selling, saying Alexander Volkanovsky. It's like, just imagine <laughs> these two dudes fighting, man. I think Volkanovsky would win, but you know, it's just funny to think about <laughs> the, the tiny ass dude fighting this giant. But, um, like I, I right away, I started thinking Taito Ivasa and then I went to Alexander Volkov and then I went back to Ty and I was like, fuck man, I don't know what to do. But, um, I think. Tied to Ivasa after he came back from because he was doing these camps in Dubai trying to get away from everybody and that did not work for him at all and now he's working with his family again he's surrounded by his friends I think he wants to show out here it's fucking tough dude but I'm gonna put two extra units on Ty I mean I'm scared to do it but I'm gonna do it I, I I really just like Ty a lot dude and um, the same thing, I said the same fucking thing when he fought another Russian. I was like, I think that the Russian's going to win, but I just can't bet on him, right? It's the same reason I'm not betting on Izzy later. I have to bet on Ty, and I'm putting the, the, the three total units, so two extra units on him. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, Ty Tuivasa, knockout round one. Yeah, um, I'm going with Ty Tuivasa K round three, and I imagine it being like the Derek Lewis fight. Um, against Volkov, um, just not so one-sided. I see it being even. You're going round three. Up. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I wonder if uh, he's got he's 15 got... minutes of cardio. Has he ever gone a decision? Um, I don't know, but he's been late. Uh, he lasted nearly four rounds with Cyril Gunn. Um, sure. That's when he I got think, fucked up, though. I think Gunn's better than than Volkov. Absolutely. Um, Volkov's just taller. Um, yeah, man, I, I think, you know, yeah, around three at four minutes, 23, and I think he can do it, man. Um, as long as it's not a super extreme fast fight, fast paced fight, Ty, Ty's got the cardio to, to Andre Olavsky was his last decision. <laughs> Andre and he won. Yeah. I mean, that's good. Unanimous. But yeah, man, that's a wild pick, but I like it. Yeah. So that's where I'm going. And I will, uh, We'll chuck an extra unit down on Ty. Plus one. Yeah. All right. The Chinaman versus Sean Strickland. Uh, Israel Adesanya, the dog rapist versus Sean (laughs) Strickland, the All-American. This is your pick, man. You start it. I mean... For the sake of everything, what's the point in going Israel at these odds? We don't really like him. If he does win and I put 10 units on him in this competition, it does nothing for me. What's the point? I'm going Strickland by decision. Um, I don't think it can happen. Um, I would like to see it happen, but I don't think it can. But let's just say it does. Um, That's what's going to win us the most points. That's what's going to win us... the uh, clout on topology, and that's what's going to win us the money in betting. So, yeah, I'm going Sean Strickland decision. Um, and I'm just interested to see how, how it plays out, to be honest with you. I think ultimately it's probably an easy KO round three, round four. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I don't even want to think about that because I just want to see Sean Strickland do some crazy shit and get the win. It would be hilarious. So that's where I'm. That's where I'm sitting. And uh, if I've got any units left, I'll put an extra one on Sean. Because why not? Okay. You've got two extra units. Do you want to spread one to somewhere else? No, I'll just use the four this week. It's been a hard one. Okay. Even people I am confident on. It's almost like not worth the squeeze. Yeah. For. Yeah, man. Um, so obviously I told you, I mean, I, I kind of spoiled this early. I'm, there's no fucking way I am betting on Izzy ever. Um, even if he was, you know, minus 200, minus, even if this dude's plus money, I can't stand the dude at all. Uh, never bet on him ever again. Um, and, and yeah, man, I actually think as crazy as it sounds, I think that this fight might end in a submission one way or the other. Um, I know Izzy, Izzy was even talking about how he wants to get a submission before he retires. Um, and this would be like a humiliating way to beat Sean Strickland. Um, if he is really that good, pull off a submission. You know what I mean? Like if you're that good, 
if he does all this stuff and he talks about how, you know, Sean didn't even deserve this and all this shit and he fights him fought, like he fought Jared Cannonier, it's another fucking reason to hate the guy. Like it, it should be, you know what I mean? Like walking out with an urn, like you're going to murder the man in front of everyone and then point fighting for 25 minutes is a joke. So yeah, man, I'm going to go uh, Sean Strickland. I'm going to go submission round four. And uh, I'll I'll match you on that extra unit because there's no fucking way if I'm saying that uh, you know Sean Strickland's gonna win and if he ends up doing it uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let you double my points there so <laughs> yeah man I've got four points this week as well um, I kind of want to go back and put an extra point on somebody um, but yeah Hawk Pross would be the only one that I'd do it on I'm not confident on that I'll put I'll put it on Rad King I'll put another. Uh, an extra point on Radke. So I've got one on Radke, one on Malarkey, two on Ty, and one on Strickland. Nice. Fuck it, right? Yeah, why not? Well, cool, man. Yeah, I think this will be a actually a really fun card to watch. And uh, it's funny. 89 to 11% for Adesanya. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I think it'll be interesting... Uh, It'll be interesting to see what kind of performance Israel Adesanya has. Sean's clearly in his head um, with the dog and all this crazy stuff that he's saying. But I think uh, I think Sean Strickland's kind of underrated here. And he's actually really smart, man. I don't know if you, you should watch his uh, Daniel Cormier interview. Well, I can um, tell he is. I can tell he is by the way. Like, he's witty. He comes up with shit really quick that a dumb person would not be able to do. So, yeah. You know, when Izzy called him out about being a neo-Nazi and Sean was literally halfway through a sentence, he still managed to circle back to that and make a proper point. And only a smart person would be able to do that. Someone who's dumb would not be able to stand there, continue their conversation, then circle back to the point he's trying to make talking over you and give a good answer to the dude trying to talk over you. You wouldn't be able to do that if you were dumb. So, yeah. Yeah, if you have time, check out the uh, Daniel Cormier interview on YouTube. It's just like he's not he's not doing the crazy antics. He's not yelling. He's not he still says fuck. I mean, fuck is every other word for this dude, which is fine in my book. But, you know, he he's he's thoughtful when he's talking with D.C. because he respects D.C. so much. And uh, it's just like, man, this dude seems way more dangerous than the guy screaming Uh you know, to at Izzy when he's, he goes out and fights Alex Perea and gets knocked out in a fucking minute or whatever that was. You know what I mean? Um, that that whole experience right there, watching that kind of made me a Strickland hater for a couple fights. And then when he went out there and lost to who was it? Cannonier? Was that who it was? He yeah. he he kind of beat him though. Kinda, but I mean, like you have to, uh, you can't let it go to the judges, in my opinion. Like same same thing with um, Jenkins and Emmers, right? Like. You know, there there was a clear winner in one of those, and then, you know, the the judges see it another way because they don't have access to the significant strikes and all that shit. So, I mean, if you're going to make it a close fight, you you know, I've always said, and I still stand by it, both fighters should lose. It shouldn't be a draw. It should be a loss for both fighters if it goes to a draw. That's just my thing. I think it would be a lot more entertaining. But, um, yeah, man, fun fight card. I think this should be a, should be a good one. I'm going to see if I can make some kind of like Australian food of some kind, some shrimp, some steak, <laughs> something. Make uh, a meat pie. Meat pie is not bad. I don't know what I'm going to do, man. You know what I mean? It's hard. I don't I don't know much about Australian foods, so I got to kind of look into it. Sausage, sausage on bread or a meat pie. Fish yeah. and chips. Fish yeah. and chips are always nice. That's our type of food. You got the fish and chips, the meat pie. Um. Whatever I said first, I forget what that Sausage was. Sausage and bread. Yeah, with a bit of onion, sauce. You know, just a, they call like it a pizza? A, uh, no, just a just a sausage on bread. It's a snag sandwich. Okay. Type in Bunning snag. Type in that to Google. That's like our most famous sort of like Aussie food is the Bunning snag. B-U-N-N-I-N-G? Yeah. Bunning snag. It's literally just a hardware store that sells, like, well, they sell hardware, but you can buy sausage on bread from there. So everyone knows, like, the Bunning snag. Oh, it's a hot dog. It's not a hot dog. It's it's a sausage. That's not a hot dog. That's a sausage. Hot dogs are different. 
It looks like a bratwurst. It's more along the lines of that. Yeah, it's like a beef sausage, basically. But for those people listening, it's literally instead of a bun, it's a white piece. It's like a piece of Wonder Bread. <laughs> yeah, dude. The bun That's and snag, mate. All right. That's great. Hey, I mean, you can't go wrong with meat and bread. Like uh, you Every know, time, because most people go to the hardware on a Saturday morning. And so they go to the hardware, and that's what's waiting for you. That right there, the dude cooking on the barbecue right there, he's cooking you up some snags and, and onions, and you grab one of them, and then you go inside and get your hardware shit. Oh, man, I bet that store smells like shit. Bunch of fat, you know, fucking <laughs> bunch of fat dudes with, uh, I mean, it looks, it, it doesn't look bad. I'm not going to lie. It looks like a bratwurst, which I love bratwurst with sauteed onions, you know, a little mustard. You guys ever throw sauerkraut on there? Not on that one, but yeah, that's that's more of a um, like we got markets and stuff that have bratwursts and and you get get the sauerkraut on there and stuff. But yeah, yeah, this is more so just like an easy Aussie thing. It's just sausages on bread. Okay, bit of onion, bit of sauce goes good, man. It's simple. It tastes good. Yeah, I don't hate but it. You at all. calling you calling them hot dogs makes me think that you don't probably don't even have those types of sausages around you because we have hot dogs and we have yeah, sausages. And they're two different things, yeah. Yeah, you, so it's more like a bratwurst or like a Polish sausage. Yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, I definitely get the difference. Um, it's just like the way that it's set up. Yeah, like, honestly, it looks it like looks, a it like looks a cheap like a hot dog. <laughs> yeah, like it looks like something like uh, I don't know if you've seen those memes where it's like, "Mom, can we get hot dog buns?" And your mom's like, well, "We got hot dog buns at home." And then it shows the picture of the hot dog buns at home, and it's a piece of white bread. And then it, yeah. it seems it's important to put it from corner to corner, not side to side. Yes, uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you get the most bread coverage like that, and it's right. like, yeah, you get the best bread coverage, and then yeah, the middle sure. bite is the best because you got that bread to meat ratio that's really good. Yeah, I mean, it looks good. You, like I said, you can't go wrong with meat. Onions and and fucking bread, man. So yeah, it's uh, that's not bad. Probably won't be making that, but I do like the idea. Um, <laughs> I, I really do like it, legit. So, but cool, man. Yeah, fun card. Hopefully, um, hopefully I'll, I'll gain some ground here with some of my picks. Hopefully, Ty comes through for us. Yeah, um, I don't know if you will though. I'm just just too good, mate. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Volkov is good, man. Um. But yeah, no, we'll I just mean I I just mean competition wise, I'm too good. You won't beat me. Oh, uh, we'll <laughs> see, dude. I don't mind getting the uh, kangaroo <laughs> tattoo, by the way. So either way, there's not too much at, at stake, but uh, just for the sake of bragging rights, and I'm not yeah, that far sure. behind. Not that far behind. Yeah. I was actually ahead in week two, nine hundred dollars or so, I think, isn't it? Something like uh, that. Yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, right now, about nine hundred because we both threw down sixteen hundred. So yeah, or no. I threw down sixteen hundred. You threw down fifteen hundred. Yeah, this week. Yeah, yeah. No, um, you threw down sixteen hundred because there's twelve fights. I threw down seventeen hundred. Yeah, it's a hundred less. I did. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see. So, but yeah, man. Uh, thanks for everybody listening, guys. Um, may, if you're making bets, obviously, you know, be careful. This is a tough card to bet to make. Like, like I'm gonna try. It to, is. Yeah, it's kind of is hard to make like some nice money with sort of low risk on this one yeah it's kind of hard i'm gonna try to do some parlays um i don't know if you've seen this dude that he's his name is mr plus money or something i think on instagram but he does this thing called the ufc eiffel tower where he takes a hundred dollars and does a parlay of some kind hundred dollars into like 250 dollars and then he takes that 250 dollars and puts that into another parlay and he t- he basically over like a five week period turns a hundred dollars into five thousand dollars just by doing like safe parlays, but taking all of his money that he won and the initial investment and putting that in. And he has like a goal each week. And if he hits over the goal, he'll just pull that little bit out. But yeah, dude, it seems like like he he shows the bets and like I wish that I would have trailed him like five weeks ago when I first saw it because he did it. He like fucking actually did it. So <laughs> I want to. Yeah, I, I wanna- mean. I, I can definitely see that. I, I think I could have done that if I had discipline during the week because, like, I was, I'll set it up structurally on the, and do all my UFC stuff and I could do it and win. But then through the week when there's football and shit, I start just like, eh, yeah, just so I can start <laughs> chucking random shit on and then that's where I would fail that throughout yeah, the man. week. <laughs> 
We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, I think these look good. Um, it'll be fun, man. And we'll be talking. This is a uh, normal time. So it's kind of early for you guys. Not terribly early, but fairly early, uh, which is yeah, weird. You think aimed towards up. us, this one. It, I think it's, it should, I would imagine, I haven't checked, but I imagine it's eight o'clock, is it? Yeah. 840. Yeah. Nine o'clock in the morning. That's like, that's geared right towards us. It'll go from nine main cars, about one. Fights finish around four in the afternoon. So, yeah, that's like, that's what they try and hit it for when they do the Australian ones. It's just wild to wake up that early for a fight, for if you're fighting. You know what I mean? Like, if you are the one fighting that first fight of the night, that's tough. You know what I mean? Waking up at four or whatever. Never rock, rocked up at work, angry, ready to fight a cunt. I mean, I have, but not not at this level. You know what I mean? I've definitely (laughs) been pissed off. I mean, I wake up angry usually. So, yeah, it's. (laughs) Uh, when you say it like that it makes sense but should be a fun one man uh thanks for the food recommendations i'll definitely let you know what i make next week and uh to everyone listening guys enjoy the fights if you watch them normal show is back to itself uh on the very next episode here and um nothing else to say other than just take care and enjoy the fights guys we'll see you later peace